welcome back to the 411 podcast. My name is Nicole. I am your hairdresser and host and we are continuing with season two of our relationship series. This week is all about our relationships with the spirits and I am here with Lynn Dixon who is a psychic medium and she does this full time for a living. So say hi to the audience. Hi everybody. Hello. So I found Lynn through a friend who had had a reading, didn't I? Yes, you did. Lynn didn't know anything apart from my name and I was a total sceptic, I'm not going to lie. As much as I'm into crystals and sage and things like that, I really never knew what to expect when when I came to visit you, Lynn. Mm -hmm. So um, my friend booked it for me and I came along and I got a really positive reading so I was quite happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, most folk are. Uh I know it's not for everybody but hopefully by the end of the podcast like if there's any sceptics out there it will maybe change their mind. Yeah, maybe. As I say, I'm not here to change anybody's mind. If you don't believe, you don't believe. I'm not going to sit and let and try and convince people because uh-huh. that's not what I'm here for. Uh-huh. If and and as, at the end of the day, people phone me, they come to me. Uh-huh. I don't ask them to come. Yeah, they want to come. Yeah, and that's the whole definition of it. Mm-hmm. And I do think as well. See, we obviously we are a lot of people. It would um, connect as well. It's closure. Yeah closure for things it is it's very much so isn't it like it's it's funny how like a stranger telling you something that's already happened yep it it gives you that kind of closure i felt that sometimes they'll see if you see if you're on this if you're on a wee path and you know it's not a great path but you don't know where else to go sometimes it's good for getting obviously there's the closure but there's also getting a wee bit of direction yeah. in your life as well and realising that if something's came to an end it's probably for the best mm-hmm. but you don't get that at the moment so obviously you need to go through the process of the, the grieving process and then the healing pro- process then the angry process mm-hmm. and it's a whole thing of moving forward but see if you're, get, if, if you're at that process just now in about three months' time, you can't see in far three months ahead. So in three months' time, you go, do you know what? I'm glad that happened because look where I'm now. Yeah. But to get there, it was very, very difficult. Uh-huh. And you felt as if every day was a drag day. And every day was, it's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. But, and then eventually, after maybe a few months, everything starts to look a wee bit brighter. And you start to smile. And you start to go, do you know what? That was for the best. Yeah. But we don't see it coming at the time. And I think the worst ones is the ones you don't see coming. Yeah. Because then it's tragic. Then it's... it's Trauma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's having to deal with trauma in different ways. It depends what kind of trauma it is. But everybody's got to deal with it in different ways because we're all different. Yeah. And it's what we believe as well. Uh-huh. And, and I think that having that belief and that faith, it can get you up in the morning and get you through your days that... I definitely think that when I came to see you, I felt like I was in a better place than what I had been. But then after I kind of took a dip, don't think it was anything to do with coming to see Lynn, by the way, but <laughs> took a dip and then I went and it was something that you said in it and my reading and I was like, right, okay, I have to just get myself up and remember who I am and just 
keep moving forward and like that. It's only been maybe like going into a couple of weeks now. I now feel like I'm no dragon anymore. Yeah. Like I'm starting to genuinely smile and genuinely laugh and I just focus on what I've got to do in my day and I look forward to my future, which I, I know all about. Exactly, because it's even <laughs> a very, Ill. very bright future. Because <laughs> even as you see if I have... But I mean, I have bad days as well, don't get me wrong. But see, when I have a bad day, I just go, do you know what? It can't get any worse. Tomorrow will be much, much better. Uh-huh. And I get up on a positive frame of mind because you have to. Yeah, gratitude is everything. Yeah, and I, I, I believe that as well. I'm grateful for everything I have, although I would love more. Mm-hmm. But that's not what life's about. Uh-huh. Life's about enjoying what you've got mm-hmm. and being happy because I've got my health. I'm quite happy in the situation I'm in. I've, my kids are doing well. So in that whole space, I'm happy yeah. because it could be, it, it's just the way everything processes. I know you, as an adult, you've got to go and push for things yourself. And I know for a fact that I need to start pushing myself as well. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I just think to myself, do you know what? I'm in a good place. Yeah. I'm not in a bad place. So... I take every day, like a new day, mm-hmm. and try and just make the best of what you have. Yeah. And not, because folk always want more than they've got. And that's I'm where they're, with what I've they're got. miserable. And exactly. Fresh. And they're always striving for something else. And I do believe enthusiasm and striving to move forwards and making your life a wee bit more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, do you know what? I can pay on my bills. I've got food in my belly. My kids are doing good mm-hmm. and I've got a roof in my head. Yeah. That is all I need to worry about right now. Uh-huh. And it is, it's about like simplifying things because I think as people really overcomplicate things and things like social media and that have made everybody think that they need to be living this certain life and made it by the time they're 30 and if they haven't, they're miserable and yeah. then they end up settling for their own people and yeah. just for the sake of being married and having kids and things like that and it's... I definitely believe that. I wake up every day and I think the first thing I do is thank God for waking me up because he didn't wake everybody up this morning. So exactly. another day to excel, another day to just move forward. But do you know, Zelda, every day you can make it better. Mm-hmm. But better for you, no about anybody else. It's about you. Mm-hmm. And see if, as well, a lot of things spirituality-wise as well, it's for the inside out. Yeah. People don't see the inside that's broken. We can only see if you've got bruises or cuts and stuff. So for the inside, we, we, we need to look after what inside. And if our inside's fine, the rest is a doddle. Yep. I and you make that. the best of everything you have. Uh-huh. Right, so Lynn, let's get back to the very start. So where did... Where did it all begin? When did you notice that you had this gift? Well, when I was really small, I used to see my papa, mm-hmm. right? Now, my papa worked in the Herald, mm-hmm. and he was a printer. Um, so he died, I think, when I was still quite small. And I used to see him, and I used to read the paper with him, and my mum would say, your papa's dead. <laughs> and I would be like, right, whatever. Uh-huh. And then, obviously, when I became, like, seven, eight, I, I totally dismissed it. Because folk, see, in that time, I mean, I'm 54, right? So 
in the 80s, the late 70s and 80s when you were going to school, folk didn't believe in that. This was not a thing that came out. Mm -hmm. So if anybody talked about it, they were a bit doolally or they were, not, they were weird. Mm -hmm. right? So I didn't take it back <laughs> up to I was probably an adult. Mm -hmm. And then when I was an adult, I started seeing things again. Mm -hmm. And I actually put it into context. And then when I first started, I was a bit frightened about taking it out with my home. So I went to work in the psychic centre on Clifford Street. Uh -huh. And I worked in there and actually gave me a lot of confidence because you got to meet people within the wee centre. And that's going back to 1998, 99, right? And that's where I met my best pal, Sandra, who does this as well. Mm -hmm. um, and we just plugged up for there. Um, obviously... And then I kind of took it up. And then I started working with somebody called Bridge in the Gap. Right. Who were, they'd done floor shows and stuff. So I worked with them. And that was brilliant. And then I ended up going, no. And they, they, they stopped it because they went to Spain. So then I went, no, I'm doing this myself. I don't care. Mm -hmm. So I started doing it myself. And then in 2007, so I was plodding on doing my weenie thing. I worked as well in Morrison's at the time as well. And then in 2007, my mum died. Right. And it was quite, it was quite quick. Mm -hmm. But my mum was diagnosed with breast cancer and she was dead within six weeks, mm -hmm. which was quite traumatic for me. Aye. Right. Because my mum was my whole life. She looked after my kids. My kids went in the caravan with her. It was whole school holidays, it was bliss. Uh -huh. <laughs> and so that was fine. So when my mum died, it was an absolute um, wrench. And I, I, I was a bit boyed place. And then, I, so I took six months off my work uh -huh. because it, I, I go, um, what do you call it, compassionate leave. Yeah. And I took the full six months off. But I didn't, I didn't take it off doing psychic medium stuff. Right. Only with my work. And I plugged myself right into this. And then when it was time to go back to work, I went, I've got too much work. I can't do both. So I packed in Morrison's uh -huh. and I'd done this. But I felt closer to my mum. Yeah. And I felt as if my mum had... Me, it sounds stupid. I felt as if my mum had me actually died. Mm -hmm. I felt... I, I knew she was there. Because every time I went to do something silly, <laughs> my mum would go, Lynn, don't you dare do that. Mm -hmm. But I'd go, oh, he's a try. <laughs> but that's the things you do in life. It is. And then for my mum passing, it felt as if she was... I, even to this day, I still feel as if she's still here. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm very... It's made me realise how hard it is to lose somebody that's that close, yep. that quick. Uh -huh. My mum was 59 when she died, so it was quite... She didn't even make her 60 bus... She didn't even make her bus ticket, because we were talking about when she got her bus ticket, we could go here and everywhere. <laughs> and it's, it's quite funny. So, And that absolutely floored me. But pushing myself into being to working with spirits and stuff, that made me feel as if she wasn't actually going. Mm -hmm. And did that make you see, like, connecting people with their loved ones that had passed on? Do you feel like that's that kept you going, yeah. Lynn? Like, and that's why you weren't able to go in and work, like, in the supermarket and things like that among so many people and face the world, let's say, but you were able to sit with somebody and bring them a bit of peace. Yeah, it was great because I felt as if I had completion or, or a closure anyway, uh -huh. right? But it makes it, see, when you read for somebody and you see their face and you know 
that this means something to them uh-huh. because it's somebody that's been so attached to them and so um meant so much so when they passed it was absolutely trauma yeah and see bringing some closure to them it made me feel like do you know what i'm or somebody yeah i'm doing something good and it's also as well, I, I felt as if i was bringing them peace yeah and that was the good bit. And I, I just couldn't let it go. So at that point, I went, no, I'm doing this full time and I don't care what anybody says. Because yeah. <laughs> it's, it's also a conversation stopper. Because if you say to anybody, mm, I'm a psychic medium, they look at you and they go, mm, right, okay, see you mm. later. Right. But usually I would say, I talk to dead people. <laughs> <laughs> And that would I really can imagine that would uh, upset some people. And then they would like, go, oh. okay, I'll see you later. But mm-hmm. it's good because if, if it's somebody you can't really be bothered with, you just go, I'll talk to dead people, see you later. And they're like, oh, that's it, do Valley Lynn. But sometimes folk would, would say, it would be intrigued yeah. and ask you more, and that's fine. I'm not here to tell anybody anything different. I just feel as if I, do. If I can help somebody with, 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 with the closure of death, and that they're all right on the other side, mm-hmm. then I'm happy with that. Uh-huh. And I've also, as well, that see when I do readings, I pick up future stuff that's still to come. Yeah. Right? And some people, that's why you get the psychic medium. Yeah, because I was going to ask that. What's it? You're a psychic medium, but they're two separate things, aren't they? So yes. can you just describe for the listeners that don't know anything about it, what's a psychic and what's a medium, what's the difference? Right. To me, the way I've been told as well, and picked up psychic means clear seeing and clear thinking right so when you're psychic you're seeing things coming and you're seeing what's still to come mm-hmm. medium is just as talking to the other side communicating with spirits yeah so if you're psychic medium it means you're clear seeing and thinking which means you can pick up future events mm-hmm. as well right and it's amazing see through i mean i've been doing this for over 30 years now and see when i've been doing this and the amount of fault that come back to me and tell me that everything I told him was right mm-hmm. and it's happened. It actually freaks me out a wee bit. Uh-huh. But I know that it's it's been gaining a wee bit of like um everything coming to fruition and it's gaining a wee bit of a heads up. Yeah. And if they're getting a heads up, it means if it's something quite emotional and quite kinda off the peg, it's like they're ready for it and they can get a they, they can get a automatic pilot, get everything sorted, and then they can take a step back and then deal with it. Yeah. But sometimes as well, it's like a foretold is foregone. Sometimes you're ready. If you're ready for it, you can deal with it better. Mm-hmm. As I say, but that's just... It, it just depends on what everybody prefers for self. The only thing about my readings is, well, I tend to not sugarcoat anything. Mm-hmm. I don't think life should be sugarcoated. There are some things... And I do think you can deliver anything to everybody. It's the way you deliver it. Yeah. And if I'm delivering it professionally, then they're going to pick it up that way. And it's no like, an off-cuff remark. Because you're dealing with people's emotions and you're dealing with their um, grief. Uh-huh. So you need to be very careful of how you push everything forward. Yeah, you everything. Yep. And I feel as if, as well, if if you deliver it properly, people can accept anything. Uh-huh. So, because uh, I was going to ask you, is there anything that you, is there any rules as to things that you're maybe 
not allowed or you shouldn't say to people like do you see say like I, I come in right and mm-hmm. you you seen in the future that I was going to die I don't know like could would you say I don't just think I can pick up death like that although I do <laughs> pick up some mm-hmm. right but I would it depends on if you could do it Mm-hmm. Spirit will tell me to get to you, just just to get to you right between the eyes. Uh-huh. And if I do that, I slap you with a wet fish. I don't know, but if, if they, they they'll tell me, they'll they, they they'll say to me, just tell her, because uh-huh. she can deal with. It. Yeah. So I will tell you, but it's it's also the way I deliver it. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't like to think that I pick up death. I don't yeah. know when anybody's going to die. That to me is the big man. Yeah. That that definishes that. But usually, if things. Are people are ill, people know they're going to go. Yeah. I do believe that when people are ready to die, they do know. And most of them, it depends on what situation you're in, right? Sometimes trauma or something comes out of the blue, or somebody's murdered, that's completely different. Uh-huh. But see, when somebody knows they're going to go, I reckon they know. And I reckon as well that they they find a way to tell the people that they love beside them, they tend to say churro to them their own about way mm-hmm. before they actually go. Yeah. And what about, like, is, have you ever had anybody that you've they've come in to see you and you've said, go and get this checked out or something like that? Like, yes, and it's true. I'm usually spot on. Uh-huh. Obviously, I am not a medical person in any manner or means. Yeah. I do not per se so. I do think, though, but some people just like to ignore things and leave them in the background, uh-huh. especially men, right? They dip their head in the sands and they don't go for an MOT when uh-huh. they should. But it's just wee things. Even as, see if you've got a wee blood teeth disorder, a wee blood teeth, it can, it can take, it can knock the stuffings out you. Yeah. So see if you get that tweaked a wee bit, you feel great. Uh-huh. And the fatigue's gone. And what about, like... See, when you're out and about, or, like, your friends or your family, everybody that you come into contact with, do you... What am I saying here? Is everybody that you come into contact with, do you pick up for them? Like, see, like, when I walk through the door today, like, do you pick up who's with me or how I'm feeling or your future or your past or anything like that? Does that happen with everybody? Or do you need to sit down and, like, a relaxed setting... Like for that to come well, out. What, what, what you can do is see sometimes when you meet people, even at the bus stop, uh-huh. right, I can pick up things, but I need to shut myself down, mm-hmm. right? So see when I'm going to go and work, I'll open myself up and then thank the spirits and stuff for coming through and helping me. But at the end of the session, I'll shut myself down. Now we see we spirit, spirit tend to queue up at the back of me. Right, and go, it's my talents, and I'll stiff, you have to be very strict with them and go, I'm not working, uh-huh. go away. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if there's persistent ones, they will keep on storing it back and I'll go, go away, uh-huh. no working, I'm off for two days, cheerio. And if, but then see if you let them through a wee bit. It's the same as kids, and, and, and if, you, if you give them an inch, you'll take a mile. Right. right? Uh-huh. So you need to be very strict with them and tell them to go away mm-hmm. and come back when you're working. Yeah. But they tend to do that now that I've, I've, I've managed to sort it. But see, when I'd done it years ago, I would, I would be absolutely drained after two days because yeah. spirit would just keep on going. 
Yeah. And I used to pick up things when I was in Marks and Spencers one time. This wee woman who's just and I, I was great yeah. So I was picking up nobody was it was it was the year my mum died. Right. First year my mum died. And there was a wee woman and I was in to get a wee angel for the tree for uh, your tree up, up, up in, in in my house and um this wee woman and mammy had no I just only found out after the event. I said mm. your mammy said she's fine and the woman turned grey. Oh, and nearly <laughs> collapsed in the flare and I went, Oh my god, what have I just done? Oh. But I didn't think I didn't realise that no everybody was into this. Uh-huh. And that was the minute I says, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to get anybody any messages that's stoning about. Mm-hmm. I will wait till they phone me. Uh-huh. And the wee woman's face, it was her first day back after her mummy died. Oh, and I was like, Jesus, I was like, oh, what am I going to do? I don't know. And I, and, but then she kind of seen me walking about and she went, listen, you just gave me a wee fright. I'm sorry. That's just what I needed to hear today. Uh-huh. And I'm thanking you for it. Yeah. And she was really nice, but at first I thought, because she just looked at me and her face went grey, tears came in her eyes and she walked away. And it was quite a, quite a cheeky wee walk. Uh-huh. Can I say? So was there, was, did you not go up and say, hi, I'm Lynn, I'm a psychic? No, you I didn't actually, because I was, the I was just like, right in there, I was like, <laughs> Right, but because I was in that mode of I knew my mum was with me uh-huh. picking the wee angel because she got pick a big one, pick a big one, uh-huh. and I'm got and I, I didn't think, uh-huh. I just went oh your mum says she's fine and I'm like whoa, uh-huh. but now I, 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 if I done that again I would say hi my name's Linda, da, da, da. Yeah. but you learn the hard way sometimes, uh-huh. and I didn't think it near. Because mm-hmm. usually when I say to people, sorry to bust home, but it'd be like a wee woman sorry to bust home, and you, you knew she just lost her man. Because I could see, I I can see very very faint outlines of people, uh-huh. right? Which looked like it's like grey smoky auras, right? I don't see it so much now because I know they're there, yeah. right? But I used to see the grey auras, and there was a wee woman at the bus stop, and she was standing waiting about oh, we obviously went in the bus, and um, I seen a wee man standing beside her, and he's 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 got. That's her there, my name's William. Mm-hmm. And I says, William said he's fine. And she looked at me and she just went, oh, hen. Mm-hmm. That's just me. And I couldn't get rid of the wee woman all the trip down Aww. to cast milk. But it was one of the things. It was nice because a wee face just said it all. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, hen, he only, he only died, I think it was just about a month ago. Uh-huh. And I miss him terribly. Yeah. Because he was my life. Because we're made for sort of like 60 odd years. Uh-huh. And you were speaking about this as well, like where um, there is no time limit to the Passover. I think I'd been told that it had to be a year before I went to a psychic. Someone told me it had to be two years, but you said there is no... There is no limit. What I would suggest to you as well is see if people are even unconscious or they've got dementia or Alzheimer's, you can pick them up before they've died. Wow. Yeah. Um, what it is is that there's no limit... As soon as that person's died or been put to the, they can come through straight away. It's the person receiving the message. Mm-hmm. It's whether they're ready to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of folk think they are, but sometimes they aren't. Mm-hmm. And I think as well that that's what spirit are very wary of. It's whether they, they don't want to delay the grieving process because it's a process you need to go through different wee bits. Yeah. So they don't want to delay that. They know that if they come in and, and tell you they're fine, then they, they, they will, and that'll no delay your grieving process. Yeah. But if they think it will, they'll no come in. But there's no limit to the timing. Because I, I have experienced quite a lot of people will come in and say, I've had to wait six months, I've had to... No, you don't. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know if some people are slightly different. I know all mediums work differently. Yeah. 
and everybody's wee, wee different rules. My rules are, if they're coming through, you'll get the message. Yeah. Because I tend to know, um, I know a lot of folk that also sit with an egg timer. And I know you've got to be very careful of your time and stuff, because mm -hmm. people don't have... But I do think, they see, when I do readings, I give people everything I'm getting, even if it takes an hour and a half. Aye. Because I do think that's very important, especially with yourself as well, Nicole. It was mm -hmm. like, you had never had a reading done before. No. So I had to make sure that you understood what I was saying to you. Yeah. While I was saying it. Uh-huh. And I do think, so you probably processed it all by now. Uh-huh. But it's also as well that I feel as if that's gave you a wee... It's, it, some of the information has given you a wee step back in your... In your, in your where you walk. Yeah. Because, you know, there's something brighter coming. Uh-huh. And I do see you doing a lot, lot of good things. Uh -huh. Not just for yourself, for other people. Yeah. And I do think you're one of the least wee social workers uh -huh. that like to help everybody else. But you need to remember, you don't settle for second best. Because uh -huh. that's no, it's, it's, it's no fair. I just, I, I absolutely cannot help myself. And I feel like everybody says to me all the time, like my sister and my friends and that, like, you've got to look after yourself. And I think because... Um, a single woman, um, I had spent a lot of time on my own. I feel like, it, well, I am looking after myself, mm -hmm. but then I'm not. Like, there the other week, um, the other day I'm on and I've registered with the soup kitchens and I'm like, right, I could get up my Wednesday night for that. And then, um, like, I had already, before I come in here, I had signed up for the soup kitchens at Christmas, which yeah. I'd always wanted to do. And then... I'm like that, oh, well, I could help Lynn as well. And it's like, you have to... You I have to limit I yourself. Think, I, I know that you have to limit yourself, but honestly, I think that there's nothing greater than, like, your family and your friends. And see, being able to just... See if you can help somebody with something. See, I can't help myself. No, like, it's a bit like But I know well. I'm trying so hard to, like, you know, overextend myself and things and... Just focus on my things that I need to get done in my day first yeah. and then I can say yes to something but else. But you need to remember, Jill, that you need to... Sometimes... I know you spend time on your own anyway. I've grew to like my own company. Mm -hmm. I quite enjoy talking to myself. <laughs> but <laughs> I, do, I do feel as if I don't see something... Even just a wee couple of hours on your own, mm -hmm. even just reading a book, doing a wee doodling, doing whatever, it just keeps your brain from ticking over. Because uh -huh. we need to be very careful of, as well, overthinking. And when people overthink, they, they, they think enormous calamities mm -hmm. and they need to stop that. And it's, it's difficult. But that's all part of a mental health issue as well. Yep. And I do think we've all got part of that. Uh -huh. We've all got wee bits. Just but some bit of people are bigger than others. And when we start to overthink, that's when it becomes dangerous. Mm -hmm. And that's when we become doing silly things that we shouldn't be doing. But I know that's life. Mm -hmm. It certainly is. So another thing I wanted to ask you was, can people train to do things like this? Because I've seen people, or people have said to me, oh, I'll teach you how to read the cards and... Um and I think too I think I went for Reiki not long before I came to you and the the woman that did my Reiki was saying you your third eye is like spot on, yes. your energy's in fire, trust it and you should tap into this because mm -hmm. you could be doing what I'm doing. And I'm like, like 
I just thought that it was something that you were you were born with. You were, I don't know, it doesn't seem right to me that you go and train to do this. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Because you've either, i seen it as you've either got a gift or you don't, but then could you explain that if you've got a gift? You need to obviously tap into that, like you were saying. Yep. You did that, like you put it down for a minute, but then you went back to it as an adult. Yep. What it is, is I think everybody's born with a sixth sense. Mm -hmm. It's a wee part of your brain that doesn't really need to get triggered off, right? Uh -huh. But we can trigger it. Right? And when I was wee, I used to see my papa, right? I don't know why I seen my papa. Obviously, I've got that wee link that was a wee bit me. I'm very imaginative as well. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's what it was, right? But I think your sixth sense, if 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 you kick in with it when you're wee, it'll always be there in different contexts, right? And I do think a lot, a lot of people have got a gut instinct, and a lot of females have always got a gut instinct. Mm -hmm. You should always go with it because it's always right. Uh -huh. Never doubt it. Oh, it really has. Like, say when we, d we did our reading and you were telling me things that my mum was telling you to tell me about, like, my marriage and my mm -hmm. heart. I was like, oh, my God, that's so... Oh, my God. Like, and I recorded that short and I listened to it back and I was like, that is so f on point. It's freaky and... um. And my gut instinct, like, I just, I, I, I kind of, I knew all of these things. It was, it was screaming at me. Mm -hmm. And you, you were saying that. You were like, see that, you listen to that, you don't ignore that. That's there screaming at you for a reason. And I'm like, oh, Lynn, I wish I'd just listened to it. <laughs> but it's also, you know, that see, now that you've been there, done that and bought the t-shirt. Yep you'll no good on that path again because no. you will listen to it. Uh -huh. right? Because I do think, see, in life, we try and give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And we go, no, they wouldn't do that to me. They really wouldn't. But hindsight is lovely. But when you get the benefit of the doubt and you moved on that path, a couple of months go, I, I was right. Yeah. So see, you know that you've, you've experienced that, you'll just you'll always go with your gut instinct. If it doesn't feel right, don't do it. Yeah. But see if it feels good. Go with it uh -huh. and enjoy it. But see, so that I do think you can learn the cards mm -hmm. because I do, I do know that you can get tarot cards with the meanings. And what you do is you just work out what they mean standing up or right way up. Mm -hmm. You can also read them upside down, right? But do you know what is all that? See, I use cards as well, right? I know the literal meanings, but see, when you're putting a card down that's maybe, say, for talking sake, the two of cups, right? That's a relationship coming together that's that's your emotions kind of in a good place but the um, if you get that with something else you get that upside down it could be a relationship ending mm -hmm. it could be something emotionally that's coming to kind of rush over you so every card get different meanings upright and reversed mm -hmm. but see when you work with spirit you put the cards down and they might mean something slightly different. It depends what they're round about them. Mm -hmm. And it depends on what you're getting for spirit. Yeah. What I do with mine is obviously I use my cards. But it's spirit that tap in with your message. Mm -hmm. Right? So spirit tell me things. I'll tell you. And then when I turn the cards over, the cards are just reinforcing what they're saying. When I'm turning over the cards as well, that's just saying what I've already said to you. So I know that if spirit are telling me and the cards are saying the same thing, they're spot on and usually when I do that 
when the people have text me back a couple of months later and go, everything you told me came true. Yeah. And that's how I always go with it. But it's usually spirit that kick in and the car's just reinforced. But sometimes when I put the cars out, it can pick up wee bits that spirit don't tell me. So I like to give everything, every, people that come to see me, everything that I'm getting, no just things that spirits say. Mm -hmm. Right? And I'll be, I will tell folk is it, what they should be wary for as well. Mm -hmm. Whether they take my advice, it's up to them. Because I'm only here giving, and obviously... People are entertainment only, right? And you've got to emphasise that, mm -hmm. right? But it's also as well that nine times out of ten, my clients are all word of mouth. Yeah. Right? And it's also as well that when they come to see me, they'll, 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 when I've read for them, they're usually quite tickled to pink when they walk out the door. Uh huh. But there's some people who say, I don't quite get that. But I've also got somebody, I mean, and I'll show a couple of wee texts later um, that say, I didn't know what she was talking about. I recorded it, but I took it back to my mum and dad and they reinforced for different and they were gobsmacked. Uh-huh. I mean, how, I mean, if they don't know and I don't know, uh-huh. Spirit are telling me. And I do think as well, sometimes I don't actually get it myself. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, I see sometimes when Spirit put things in your head, you just go with it. Because that's the question that somebody asked me was, how much information did I give you that they could, I suppose it was like a sceptic, so, how much information did I give you that you could then make up a story, let's say, that's mm -mm. quite relatable to other people? And I'm like, well, I recorded it and actually, kind of, there wasn't really much information. And I, I mean, I walked through the door and my mum was with me and you told me about how she died and mm -hmm. all these things that were so specific that it's just like... Well, from that moment, there was kind of no denying you had a gift, you know? Yeah. Like, even if I was a bit like, oh, I don't really know, like, if I believe this. And I was also a bit worried as well that this, there's there's a future that I had in mind. But then you told me, right, that future's actually going to look quite similar to how I thought it would, but not in the same way that I thought it yeah. would be. And, um... And I think that I was like, oh no, like what if she tells me like something like your future's doomed and you're going to be a lone cat lady for the rest of your life and poor and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, it, it's just... See, so that there's a lot. I know you were going to talk about the charlatans that are out there, uh -huh. right? The charlatans that are out there are very general, right? See, when you come in, I'll pick up probably general information about you, right? Uh -huh. Put the cars down, pick up general... But see, as we go through the, the, the reading, it becomes more accurate. Yeah. Whereas charlatans, how many Johns is there in the world? Millions. Somebody's got a John. Uh-huh. Right? Or there's JB or whatever. So these charlatans would be very, very um, general. Mm-hmm. It's getting the general information. And Sorry, Lynn, are charlatans people who are kind of frauds in yes. this game? And right, I, okay. I don't like to say that word because... That's no fair. Uh -huh. Everybody thinks I've got a wee bit of everything, and that's fine. I do think as well that, see, when you talk about frauds, as you call them, I would say it's very general. Uh -huh. And sometimes it's it's very general, and they're dealing with cards. I would say as well that they're probably just reading the meanings on the cards. Yeah. Which, obviously, if you're dealing with spirit and the cards, you're getting something. Maybe the cards are done, but you're getting something slightly different. So you always go with what's in your head, uh -huh. not with what's on the table. 
So I always go with, but CCJ, if my cards are saying something slightly different, I'm going to do it. Spirit are saying this, so I'm going to go with this, that's usually right. Yeah. And I do think, as well, I don't like to say frauds or charlatans and stuff, and I do think everybody's got a wee gift in their own way. Yep. But they need to advertise themselves as such, mm -hmm. right? But I do think, as well, a lot of people just try and con people. Right. And that would be general information. See as well, if you come in and you sat down, I said I had your mum with me, and it was also with it. So when we went through the reading, the reading was more accurate as I was sitting tuning in on you, uh -huh. right? And your mum and people were coming in and gave me messages, right? So that was me. So the time we got to the end of it, yeah, things were pretty accurate, yeah, right. A con woman, a charlatan would just give you basic information, mm -hmm. and they would stick to that. What I only see, see when people sit down in front of me, I only want them to say yes or no. Mm -hmm. I don't want them to give me a big spiel. Uh -huh. And if they say yes or no, then I know where I'm going. Yeah. And I will just throw it at them. Mm -hmm. Right? Sometimes you know, I've had a few people here that sit and don't say anything, and I've just got to sit and do it. And I've, they're, the, they're the people that come back and recommend me to somebody else because I went, how did she know that? Uh -huh. I sat here and never said a word. Uh -huh. And that, I mean, all I'm asking for folks to say a, a yes or a no, mm -hmm. right? Because when I came in and you said, um, you've got like somebody here with you and um, like they died and it was somebody very close with a really short battle with cancer and I remember sitting and I was like, hmm, I didn't want to give anything away. Yeah. But then like, you were then when you started talking it was very apparent it was my mum you told me her name mm -hmm. like and i was like yeah that was my mum but and then obviously i started to answer yes or no see see as long as <laughs> see, I've, I've had quite a lot that people and that's quite good because it just makes me be able to rattle off uh -huh. i can tell them what's what and then that's it because uh -huh. um, that's when I'm on a roll Aye. right and I do feel as if, and I, I, I noticed you were very sceptical when you came in mm -hmm. and I, I knew you were a so wee bit nervous. I think you didn't know what to expect no I never right and because you don't know what to expect, I was like okay and I'm going oh this is going to be I said to myself this is going to be one of them um, <laughs> so that's fine but as I'm and I do think is I'll see something see when you get it spot on uh -huh. people will actually start to talk back to you yeah and i don't mean tell me anything uh -huh. just acknowledge what i'm saying yeah and then say aye you're right uh -huh. and then by the time the end of the reading i think you were quite a wee softy uh -huh. although you came with this hard face i was like right okay but it's one of the see when you get it right uh -huh. you're right yeah and people go well how could she know that because all she's got is i don't even think i had your name at that point uh-huh no, I, don't, no, I don't actually think you did. I think I had to tell you my name actually when you came when I came in. Because right. I swear a lot of people will go, you should be able to tell me that and I go, oh, for God's sake, yeah, grip of yourself. Aye. You know what I mean? And I thought, do you know what? And the amount of folk that asked you for the lottery numbers, I was like, oh, shut off. The lottery numbers. I know, you're like, Jenk, I would not be doing it myself if I knew the bloody lottery I numbers. Even sitting here. But it's, 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 it's quite a lot. And of course, do you know what? It does not work like that. Mm -hmm. Right? And I do feel as if, and I do think as well, sometimes people that sit there and don't say, it's actually better for me because I'll just rattle it all through. Yeah. Right. But all I need to know is, you if 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 you acknowledge it, if if you can um, acknowledge it or you don't, mm -hmm. that's all I need to know. Yeah. So as I'm asking for folks to say yes or no, I'm not asking anybody to tell me anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not asking anybody to elaborate on anything. Yeah. Because I'm here to tell you, uh -huh. and that's what the whole thing's about. But I see, uh, literally, see when folk record that. Then take it back and they go and see when they read it and listen it again and again they get to go I get that now mm -hmm. and sometimes you know, it takes you can get psychic amnesia 
right? Which means when people are telling you something you can't remember, right? And it maybe takes you a couple of days to go, oh, God, I know that now. Mm -hmm. But I can guarantee you, everybody that comes through is usually something that's connected to you at one point. Now, folk don't have mm -hmm. to be a blood link to you. Uh -huh. See if somebody thinks they can get a message to somebody that you would know of. They'll home in through that as well. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be somebody that you would be a blood link to, or that would be because blood link isn't always as 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 you can get family as well as blood link because you've got in laws mm -hmm. and step in laws and stuff like. So there can be a whole big range of people that can come through, yeah. and some people as well get people through to go. What are they doing here? Uh -huh. I don't know why. <laughs> But what I think as well, see if they can uh, hold on here and keep it for a few months, you go, I get that now. So that could be you kind of banging into somebody that you used to know years ago. Go, uh -huh. I get that now. Yeah. But they don't always get it when they get the reading. Yeah. But if you keep it and keep listening to it, it will all filter out. And usually nine times out of ten, the things that I'm telling you will filter out as well. Mm -hmm. And I, I know a lot of folk don't always believe, but that's fine. It just means as well when it does happen, it will become even more apparent. Yep. Because they'll remember it. Uh huh. Which is quite funny. I'm glad I recorded it actually because there was so many things. I listened to it back and I sat with a big notepad like this and I was kind of writing things down, and um. And there was so much that I had forgot that you had told yeah. me as well because it's so much. It's information overload, isn't it? Yeah. So and I wasn't sure about like times and dates and things like that i'm going oh was that 10 18 oh how long ago was that or i, I couldn't remember but it was a great thing that you later record that that was Aye. that was i do think as well you should always obviously i'm no very technically as you know mm -hmm. so i've no got the stuff to but people tend to record it on their phone yeah and it's brilliant yeah and i remember once somebody recorded it on their phone and i'm sure their dad just died mm -hmm. And she, she she listened to it backwards a couple of times, and this wee voice came on it shouting, Hello! And that was her dad's oh my voice. God, that's it funny. was actually quite spooky because uh -huh. my voice, obviously, when, and I was in the dream, faded out, mm -hmm. and this wee voice came and went, Hello! That's and I was, she's like, that was my dad's voice. She actually, uh -huh. I was, I was a good few years ago, uh -huh. but it's, that's the only time that's ever happened. But it was quite, it was weird. Uh -huh. it actually, gave me a chill up my spine as well, and I was like, Oh my God. But she was absolutely tickled pink with it. But that, so that wee hello stayed on her. She, I think she still wrote it. That's wild. That's amazing though. So I asked on my Instagram um, if people wanted to ask some questions. Now, I don't think that you'll be able to answer all of them, but you've, you'll be able to give a kind of explanation as to why you can't, right? Mm -hmm. um, so somebody asked, do the people I call out for hear me? Yes. And are they following my life along with me? I think they're following some of it. Mm -hmm. They've got better things to do up there than walk about with us. Because uh -huh. this life, I was always told this is hell on earth and there's better for us to come. I think that's part of the Bible. But my grand said that to me when I was wee. And I always wondered what she was talking about, but that's what she's talking about. I do think people do, and people for spirit, they join in with life, especially the milestones uh -huh. and all that the happy times and the sad times. I don't think they follow those 24-7 because mm -hmm. they'd be exhausted. Yeah. Um, and they've got to cut their time between different people. I think they come in and help us when we need it. Just when we need it. Mm -hmm. We might not see the signs at that moment, but it's because we're actually ro roped up with something else. 
but they're, they're generally there. Uh-huh. And they can follow their life. They usually know what's happening. I swear, see, like, when you were saying to me about my mum, and um, you were saying about her kind of playing with my hair, and I remember it was about three weeks before she died was the last night that I spent at my mum's house, and we I stayed overnight with her in our bed, and that's probably the, the last time she... We shared the bed and she comforted me and things like that that night. Um, and I think it was towards the end of the week that I had been here. I was a bit upset before I went to bed. And I closed my eyes and I felt like I felt somebody touch my hair. And I felt my mum's presence. It sounds strange, but I felt my mum's presence and I sat up. And, I, like, I was like that, I can feel you, I can feel you here. And it was the first time I'd really felt her with my, in my presence. And um, I remember you saying you f- that. You were like, your mum is with you, but you, she she knows you just don't feel her with you. Like, I it's, want to, though. But yeah, it's also as well, see, when people pass to spirit, they want to be with you because you're grieving. They want to help you through that. I do believe as well, see, when people die... I believe they're at their own funeral. Uh-huh. No to see how many folks there or how many or who's who's doing a an and an, a wee thing for them. Uh-huh. It's to hold the front row up. Uh-huh. See the people that they care about the message to keep them up. And your mammy was there at your our funeral. Uh-huh. She was holding you up. But I do think your mum's standing right behind you right now. Uh-huh. Right? And I do feel as if as she's touching your hair. Uh-huh. And she just wants you to know that would be that that would make you feel a wee bit more secure. Uh-huh. And that would make you feel your mum's never away. She's only always a thought away. Uh-huh. And see when you think about her, she's right in with you. Uh-huh. And she's in your wee bubble. I do. I think like I see so many angel numbers. There was a point where I I was really going through it, but I was seeing it almost was a, as if every angel number on the clock all day, every day, like as if she was just sending me messages, like you're going to get through this, like, I promise you, like, don't worry. And it was, like, at a real difficult time. Um, So, and then, see, like, kind of going down hill a wee bit and then getting back up, it's, like, I see it less, but I still see it. Yeah, but see, see because you're seeing it, mm-hmm. that's 100% a, 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 a switch. Yeah. Because usually you don't see it. Uh-huh. And obviously since my mum died, I see mine as well. Uh-huh. So when I notice myself going down, I pick myself back up again because I know my mum's not here to pick me up. Yeah. So I've got to pick myself up for my kids because uh-huh. they've only got me. But I do feel like, so you're noticing you haven't to pick yourself up. You're noticing you're getting low. Yep. You can't afford to go down there uh-huh. because it's a wee bit harder to get back up. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if you get yourself halfway there, you can bounce back up. Oh, right? And your mum is sitting there and it's, it's also so that so she's catching you. Uh-huh. So you're no fond. So you're just bouncing on your bum <laughs> right back up again. I imagine my ma got kind of it's like, see, see, see when you bounce down and your ma's got your oxter spear when you were wee and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I imagine mum, I imagine myself bouncing on the ground and my ma's got my oxters and she's bouncing, she's picking me right back up. Uh-huh. But she's picking me higher 
than where I was originally. Yep. And I feel good for a few days. Uh-huh. And then I start to smooth off a wee bit. Yep. But I do feel as if you're starting to notice it, you're starting to recognise it. Yep. And that is going to be a plus. Uh-huh. Oh, definitely. Because you remember as well, when your mum passed, you just about lost everything at the one time. I know. Which was really, I really was a did. break. Uh-huh. And it's also, it's just dealing with the dealing with the things that are priority first mm-hmm. and what you had to deal with was your own mental health uh-huh. and pick yourself back up again. Uh-huh. And look who you're doing now. You're doing really well. Just... I see a really good future there for you. So you just need to keep on. Even if we, th- you know, remember, in life, we obstacles come in. Mm-hmm. It's how we deal with them that makes us stronger. Yeah. And I do think as well, your whole family, you're probably stronger than your mum. Uh-huh. And I think your mum's a hell of a strong woman. Mm-hmm. And I do think you've got it's like water for ducks back. Yep. I do think you're a chip off the old shoulder. All the women in your family are the same. Uh-huh, They're yeah. all strong. Mm-hmm. And I do think if you can get past this, you can do anything. Because see, when my mum died, I thought to myself, see if I can get through life without my mummy, I can do anything. Aye. And that's when I left my ex-husband and that's when I started moving forward. I remember saying that to my husband, you know, like when he was really abusive and things and it started to get worse like and then from me met his new partner it just is even worse it's not even stopped I don't even know if she's aware they're aware whatever but I remember saying to him you know I've lost my mother yeah I was built for this see whatever you're going to do to me bring it because I'm built for this and you're no like I've got this I'm aware of my strength and my resilience and that's what bothers you so much, you yeah. know, so... And I do think as well that... I've got a bounce back that's unbelievable. And like. I do think as well, I do think your mum has helped me with bits of this as well mm-hmm. by recognising your gut instinct, recognising when you're falling down, pick yourself back up again. Uh-huh. But I do think as well, see, because you're, you're getting through the big grieving process a wee bit there, I do think as well that... So you're recognising things and you're dealing with them there and then. See if you can... Deal with things as they happen or communicate with somebody so you know where the mistakes are, uh-huh. then there'll not be an issue. No. And it's also a case of communication and validation. Yeah. I've always been a really good communicator. I think it was just in that particular relationship, like my husband just didn't have the capacity, wasn't he raised like in the way that I was, where raised to like talk and yeah. um and have your feelings validated and be just able to be vulnerable and emotional and I think if you can't do that in a relationship that you're married to somebody or you know somebody's there for you I think if you can't do that within that relationship there's something not right Mm -hmm. because I'm new in a relationship now that I mean and we we, and we talk Mm -hmm. we validate and I've never had anything like this in my life Obviously, when I was a child, we all used to talk, but I had a great childhood. I can't remember anything bad about her. Uh-huh. I think I did. I thought that I used to have a good relationship and be able to talk and things, but actually, I realised upon reflection that he actually didn't talk. He used to it be was like, you that it's too, you're too deep and all oh good. And he would like, you would try and, you would try and sort out an issue and if it was like you're, you're just feeling ignored and disrespected and just not appreciated, that kind of thing, and it would be like, oh, don't start, you know? 
and you would be accused of starting an argument, but you're like, no, well, it's not an argument. It's, it's a discussion. It's an adult discussion where we're sitting down and we have to work it out. Like, mm-hmm. you should be saying, well, I'm really sorry I've made you feel like that way. You're my Certainly. wife. I love you. I want you to feel validated and loved and appreciated and respected and all the rest of it. What I did for him. But anyway, we'll not talk any more about that. Remember, he we'll was just... a taker. Mm-hmm. You were a giver. Oh, he's definitely have a taker have... in many ways. It's, it's... Givers have to have limits because uh-huh. takers don't. Aye, that's the, that's the secret, isn't it? That he's exactly. a taker. But remember, you're, you're, you're past that now. Uh-huh. Right? Whatever that, he does to like, you, right, whatever, he does, whatever he does do, you will deal with. Uh-huh. Because that's not your life. No. Your life's going to get much, much better uh-huh. because you're putting it into your own life. Uh-huh. You're not putting it into the two of you. Only you. Uh-huh. So only you can make it better. Yeah. So um, someone asked if their partner was safe. So this is a client of mine whose partner passed away early September. Um, but I don't know. I think that she would need to maybe come and visit you. Yeah, because she? I would need to pick up vibes for the person. Yeah. Right? And it's also, when the person sits in me, I can pick up things. And obviously what I'm getting through the card. So if I don't know them... I can't pick up it and I can't just answer questions about about, about about that situation because I don't know that situation or I don't know that person. Yeah. Obviously as well, with see when you do video calls and phone calls, I would reckon the phone call readings are probably the best mm-hmm. because you don't, you always have got is a person's voice. Uh-huh. You pick up energy off of people's voices, right? So if you've got a voice, you don't know what age they are because it could be an age. Obviously, you can get a higher voice, a lower voice, male voice, stuff like that. But you've got a blank canvas. Mm-hmm. So whatever you're getting is you're tuning in on. Yeah. Right? But a video call is pretty good as well. And face to, I, I prefer face-to-faces. But I think video, phone calls, emails are a one-sided conversation. Mm-hmm. But video calls and phone calls, I think, are spot on as well. And it's also as well that, see, when you get other... It's, you pick up the energy. Mm-hmm. Right, so when I pick up energy and see people and listen to people, that's what I pick up. Yeah. On. I did th- I thought that you had to do it in um, like in person, so that you could pick up the energy and. I prefer face to faces because at least when you're talking to somebody, you can you you you, you can you can communicate properly. Yeah. Right, because I've got you and you. If if I'm saying something that seems a bit rude sometimes, um, or a bit straight to the point, I can. I can word that better, mm-hmm. right? If you're on a phone call, you can do the same thing, I suppose. But on a phone call or a video call, you've got you 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 pick your energy, your voice, yeah, which is is a blank canvas. So you don't know what age they're, you don't know who they're looking for. And to me, that's that's good for me because everything they're getting spot on. Yeah. Okay, so uh, another listener asked, "I'm a skeptic. Would it be worth a visit?" It's totally up to them. Mm-hmm. Because it's also as over there. Don't come in and say you're a sceptic. You just come in and you sit down. Uh-huh. Right? And I do feel as if so. I'll pick up things. All I need you is to be honest mm-hmm. as you can and say yes or no. Mm-hmm. Right? See, if you say that, I could probably slap out. I, I could probably quite dumbfound you. Uh-huh. But something, I'm not here to change anybody's perspective on it. Mm-hmm. If you don't believe, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't really care. Because uh-huh. people are coming to me. If you're coming to me, then why are you wasting your money? And why are you sitting down in front of me? Because uh-huh. I don't I don't get that. Because some people would say, oh, like, prove that you've... And I'm, like, I don't need to prove anything know, like... to anybody. Uh-huh. Right? You need to come down, sit here, 
and get a reading, right? So if, if they do that, I tend to flabbergast you, right? Mm -hmm. if, if I put my mind to it. But see if somebody comes in and says I'm a skeptic, I'll just go, no, nah, can't read you. Sorry, uh -huh. done. Right. But it's one of the things as well. I like people to walk away and go, do you know what? I would think twice about it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not here to change anybody's mind. If any sceptical and comes in, I'll read them like I would read everybody else. If they don't take it, but they need to be honest with themselves. Mm -hmm. if, if I'm telling them something that's right, then they can't say no. I've had that before as yeah. well. Or if something's not right, that's fine. I'm not expecting anybody to put anything, fit anything in. I want them to be honest with themselves. And if they're not willing to be honest with herself, then why are they coming for a reading? Uh-huh. That's uh -huh. what I And at the end of the day, I don't phone anybody up and say, you need to come for a reading, blah, blah, blah. People phone me or they text me yeah. for a reading. And if they get one, they will get exactly what everybody else is getting, yeah. right? Sorry, on you go. No, no, it's not, it's on you go. No, no, on you go, because I was just going to say about, like, where we could find you. Or I know I was just I I just feel as if I do. so it's it's up to the, the individual person. I would need to see them so as I could pick up energy, whether it's through a phone call, a video call, or a face to face, mm -hmm. right? But it's one of the things as always. You only get what you what, what, what you take out of it, yeah, right. And you were skeptical, and you took quite a lot out of that, mm -hmm. right? I don't think I never believed at all. I think I just did. I was nervous that I didn't know what to expect. expect. But I definitely feel like that moment that I had with my mum before she passed away, that was the most spiritual, like moment in my life. It was it was unbelievable. Um, so I I don't think I'm like a skeptic. I think I was just a bit unsure. Yeah. Like probably, which is why you were actually able to read me once the the nerve stopped but if anybody wants to come and see you Lynn, or do a phone call video call um with you where can they find you well i'm on facebook mm -hmm. i've also got a wee facebook page it's lynn psychic readings mm -hmm. or you can email me or text me okay so the email address lynn underscore psychic at hotmail.com so i will put all of lynn's information in the show notes um, down below so if you want to get in touch then you can for a reading and I would highly recommend it I really really would and I've already recommended people and they've got appointments with you and things like that anyway so um but thank you so much Lynn for you're your welcome time. and thank you very much Nicole it's it's honestly so interesting and I think that the listeners are going to love this so thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode then please 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 screenshot it share it on your socials and tag us um as well leave a little review as it helps bump this wee podcast up the ranks and let more people listen to it and hear it and a reading fill in might just be what somebody needs right now to just move forward in the future so again thank you so much Lynn, thank and you. we'll see you again next week for another episode bye